sure other stations promise outstanding content, but when it's time to deliver, they fall flat on their ridiculous faces. Enter LA Talk Radio, a cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk station that delivers totally original content without any commercials. Log on to latalkradio.com and get involved with the best talk radio station on the internet. LA Talk Radio, we say what we want. The morning show that's on your side. But then again, so is appendicitis. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Charlotte right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Friday, June 27th. When we come back, it's going to be July, right? Yeah. Isn't it July 1st on Monday or something? Let's or, look. I'm yeah, bad with let's the dates. look. It's a good thing to look. Tuesday. No, it's Tuesday. Sorry. Tuesday. Sorry. <laughs> here I am to totally misinform everybody the first thing in the morning. <laughs> Talking about misinforming, I just clicked on a link on Facebook, and it said it was NBC News. It was their logo. Uh LeBron James to announce he will join the Boston Celtics. Clicked on it, and it says it has a photo of Leonardo DiCaprio cheersing (laughs) with fireworks in the background saying, we are sorry, but you were tricked. It was just a joke. Oh, wow. Don't worry. You're not the only one. 98,702 people already fell for this. If you liked the joke, you can share and trick your friends. Also, you can create a joke of your own by clicking the button below. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. A joke-generating machine. Yeah. So you okay. Could, and it had... It's literally the NBC News logo. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it looks real. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Did he announce? I know. Yeah, you, but, ha- you really have to be careful of everything that you read on the internet. I I know. You know. Nothing is real. It's so easy to create something that's, well, yeah. just write something and post it. It is, <laughs> you know, it's very simple. But, you know, you talk about fooling people. I got to tell you this, and I really feel bad for my son. He went, you know, he just turned 21 and he went to Vegas with his friends. Uh-huh. And he figured, you know, I'm not going to gamble. I'm not really into gambling. He turned out like me, kind of, mm-hmm. when it comes to that. So... But he tells me, he says, I totally got hustled on the strip. I'm like, what happened? You know, I thought maybe, I said, what do you mean? Like a a hooker tried to pick you up or something? (laughs) He says, no, man. He says, I got taken big time. And what happened was he stopped by one of those uh, scam artists with the cards, you know, with the three cards and the coins and and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, he got taken. This this girl called him over and she says, here, you know, why don't you... uh, play this and all that stuff. And, of course, uh, people around are playing and they're winning and finally decides, okay, so I'm going to do this. And, of course, every time he guesses, he's wrong because these scammers oh, are very no. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think you're following what they're doing, but they, uh, they're really good at it. That job is And scary. they have a whole team, you know. I mean, it's yeah. the girl and it's the other guys that played and won. All, all of them are in on it. Yeah. So it's kind of like you can see how a person can fall for it, especially my son. I mean, he's 21. Exactly. He hasn't been out in the big world yet, mm-hmm. you know. And so, that's, those are the kind of people that they prey on. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I told him, I said, that was an expensive lesson. So, <laughs> so listen to this. I mean, it wasn't enough. He ran... He ran to the ATM and got 200 bucks out and went back. Okay. Oh, no. I mean, I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? (laughs) You know, I mean, you're going especially to the ATM to get scammed. I mean, what is this? So, yeah, I don't know. It was a moment of weakness for him, I guess. And I feel bad. But, you know, it's a lesson. You know, he's never going to get taken again. So maybe it was an inexpensive Uh lesson. I don't know. Yeah, but, it could have uh, been more expensive. It could have been more. Yeah, and it could have been later in life when it was in business or something where yeah. you would lose a lot of money. So now he's starting to wake up to the fact that, wait a minute, the scammers out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's people that just want my money. Yeah, everybody wants your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely true. I have... Uh, I, f- I keep finding people ripping off our stuff on YouTube, on Craigslist, everywhere, you know? Wow. And I write people all the time. And they're like, I don't know who you are. You know, I, okay, so like 
on Craigslist, there's a there's an ad from another station uh-huh. that they lifted all of our copy from our website and put it on their ad, like to try to solicit hosts and stuff. Yeah. So, but it's a it's a nobody, you know. I mean, who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that it irritates me when people can't be original and they steal my stuff because people have stolen a lot of stuff from me. Yeah. When it comes to the station, so I'm very like. You know, protective, protective well, and, of it, and, and, and irritated with because people because you've put so much time, effort, and money into yeah. And I hate, that, I just hate thieves. You know, yeah. I hate liars and thieves yeah. and cheaters. I really do. And people will take this and try to pass it off as their own. So I sent them an email. I said, and I wrote nicely. I said, you know, you're using our thing. I didn't threaten him or anything. I just asked, please remove it and all that. So he writes me back. He says, I don't know who you are, and we're not removing anything. I said, well, I said, you're going to find out who I am soon, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined the show for our guest, but that's okay. <laughs> She'll have her own segment. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I had to, I was so irritated. So then I yeah. go on the on Craigslist and sure enough, they removed it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, so he must have gotten scared or something. But I mean, this stuff happens all the time. We had to remove a show. Um, uh, with the Barbie twins that yeah. I told you about, yeah. that was posted on Facebook uh, under false pretense, and now there's some people doing some radio show and they put LA Talk Radio on each and every video they have, even mm-hmm. our yeah, even our Twitter address they put on there. I mean, what is what? this? Yeah, but you know, so it's like to me, it's like I don't want to, I don't want people to think this is my station. You know, yeah. I mean, I've worked a lot on this thing, mm-hmm. so this shows you like what happens when people. Uh, infringe on your brand and your copyrights yeah, and definitely. your trademark things like that yeah. you really feel cheated definitely I can totally understand yeah wow. so but with this one on Facebook uh, on YouTube they said uh, they're not removing it until I can prove that I have a trademark for the name and you see I tried to tra- trademark LA Talk Radio before but it was rejected they said oh it's, it's a geographical description so we can't use it for a trademark oh and but I spoke to my attorney and she said no there's a way we can do it so I'm going to do it now yeah so people can continue doing this all right. the time mm-hmm. this is ridiculous yeah yeah seriously I know so people steal things all the time and scam things at people and stuff so uh, yeah so that's it for my son I hope he learned a big lesson yeah. maybe he should also listen learn to listen to me you know maybe he'll be a little <laughs> more cautious about things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Learn from the wise. Yeah, I know. But it was fun. I got to see him yesterday. And That's we went, good. We went to lunch and stuff. Yeah, so that was That's cool. Nice. Yeah. And uh, But he was vi- visibly down about this. I don't know if it no. was about that, but he was down the whole time and he wouldn't tell me what. And then in the end when we left, he told me the story and I put two and two together. I said, yeah. you know, this is why he's down. But what can you do, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of... I mean, I know if I lost... Well, just the two hundred dollars that he took from his uh-huh. ATM, like that, that's a lot of money to me. It is, <laughs> like, and I can't especially for him on two hundred dollars. I know he barely works. I mean, it's probably it was his money left over from his birthday. You know, oh, no. I mean, come on, you know what yeah. is this? But obviously, he hasn't learned to manage his money yet because he uh, he takes money, spends it on things that are not important, and he doesn't have money for gas. Yeah. So we'll see. He's going to college soon. Uh, to a university up north, so we'll see what happens. They gave him a hard time with San Jose State because he was accepted, mm-hmm. but I guess he he said he didn't receive an email from them where he was supposed to, uh, uh, I don't know, confirm something. Yeah. So there was an orientation that he never knew about, and he never went, and they said, well, you haven't been to the orientation, so you oh, can't no. get in. Yeah. So they've been going back and forth, calling letters, emails, anything. Nothing helped. Wow. They just won't let him join the semester. So he wants to go yeah. to San Francisco and then transfer over. I said, why are you going to like another school for a semester and then transfer again? You know, because he already went to two-year college here. Yeah. So I said, I don't think it's a good thing. I told him, I said, you should stay here and work and then move. Yeah. You know, for the next semester when you can get into the school you want. Right. 
So anyway, so that's that. Um, he should we, listen to your advice, obviously. He from should, the- <laughs> man. He should, you know. I mean, you know, I don't know. Kids forget sometimes that their father is more than just a sperm donor, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But they don't remember that. I don't know what, what that is, you know. <laughs> it takes them a long time, maybe until they become parents, then they realize, you know. Um, we have a, a guest uh, joining us in just a couple minutes. I just wanted to do a follow-up on that story with a dad that left his uh, baby in the car to so die sad. in the heat. Yeah. So now they're saying they found, uh, they searched on the dad compu- dad's computer and they found that someone did a search on death in hot cars. Like how do you, um, you know, how long oh, no. does it take a uh, an animal to die or something like that? You know, how long does it take an animal to die in a hot car? That was the search on his so computer. So it's premeditative murder. Well, they don't know that it was him. They don't know it was him that did the search yet. But obviously, but that's you know, too much of a coincidence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Obviously, yeah. But that's going to come up in court and stuff. But I think it was enough for them to uh, to jail him on murder uh, without bail. So yeah. So yeah. So the, the, they must feel. I mean, this is obviously a big deal. Yeah. You know. So. You uh you f- you first uh you first put them back behind bars then you ask questions you know right that's the that's the problem with it but it's hard to think that he was uh, innocent with this it just doesn't make sense but how does somebody expect to get away with it I have no idea that's what I don't understand yeah I mean either. let's say you want to get rid of your kid or something for some reason okay I mean you're not gonna like leave him in your own car in the heat yeah. a much better way is adoption yeah or something like that and then at you least know? but at least the child can. Still live a life and they can be happy, right? Um, if you don't want your child that much, right? Yeah, it's just a terrible story. Yeah, but I mean, you know, as morbid as it sounds, I mean, you know, if you want to get rid of your kid and not be connected to it, there's other ways to do it. Yeah, you don't leave him in your own car in the heat. So that's why I'm thinking either the the man is really stupid or ill or he's a murderer. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I don't know what else to say. So. Um, Anyway, Terrible. well, let's see what our guest has to say about that, although she probably doesn't want to talk about that. We have uh, Lori Burton in the studio. Welcome to the show, Lori. Thank you. What a welcome. Yes, what a welcome, huh? Let's start well, with you, murder. Yeah, you yes. never know what the show is going to be about, so that's the thing. But we always have interesting people here, and you seem to be very interesting, so we invited you to the show. Thank you. How is that? That's, thank okay. you. I'll go with that. Yeah, we'll find out if we were right in a few minutes. Yes, you will. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> so uh, before we get into your uh, your background and everything, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. Well, it's uh, interesting. You In the um, opening of the show, they talk about being original. Right. Original. I teach people to find their original self. So oh, they wow. go back. It's it's being comfortable in your own skin and mm-hmm. expressing yourself in a natural, animated, enthusiastic way. Right. But a lot of people don't have this naturally. Right. So we got to teach them how to tap into that. That's true. Yeah. And well, well, now learning that without help me with dating and everything too, because I'm I'm not doing very well. <laughs> You'd be, you know, I. You, it may be for another reason. I okay. Because you're right. naturally animated and. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I know. So. And you have a, a good personality. So I don't know. Oh, great. Okay. Maybe it's the wrong. What does women. good personality mean yeah. to you? I mean, as opposed to a bad person. Somebody who's outgoing, available, okay. vulnerable, okay, animated. Okay. And you both have that. And oh, natural. Cool. You're both very natural. Wow. So you sit and you analyze people all the time, probably, huh? That's what I do. <laughs> I, that's, wow. I can't dig in there unless right. I can read what, I, what I'm getting. Yeah. Right. And how are you reading that? What are you reading exactly? Well, number one, uh-huh. energy. Energy. Mm-hmm. energy. Wow. Wow. The minute anybody walks on a stage, walks into room. This morning when I, we, you walked into the reception area, uh-huh. animated and warm and outgoing right there. Awesome. Yeah. And that's after only four hours of sleep. <laughs> 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 so Very I must good. be like doubly good. Huh? I mean, people are, it's the half, half empty, half full kind of way of looking at life. Right. And you have it. You both wear it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, thank well, you. Uh, thank you for noticing. Yeah. yeah well, and cool. think of all the people you know that right. don't have that. Just start reading energy. That's it true. People there. that are down, and yeah. right? And things like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, ha- go ahead. Sorry. I was, energy is such a big thing. When you 
you know when someone walks into the room and they just light the room up. Right. And then there's people that just don't. Right. And they mm-hmm. and it's nothing that they know they're doing. It's just how they are. But that yeah. some people's aura is just Yeah, and it doesn't make them a bad person, no. you know. It just no. that it's yeah, they're they're different. Not everybody is an outgoing person. No, not at all. And these yeah. people come, they come to me because they want to learn how to make a speech or oh, wow. a presentation. So uh-huh. it's communications and presentation skills. Right. It's all ba- based in my acting career. Oh, really? Yeah. So wow. it's all in my knowledge of acting. So you'll tell us a little bit about that in a minute. So yeah. what do you use, like, body language and stuff oh, like that? Definite, Is that what you definitely. use? Definitely. Oh, wow. Yeah, because that yeah. it doesn't just end at the neck, you know. It's, right. It, yeah. It's got, it, it reads through the whole body. The whole body moves. Yeah. Yeah, wow. or not. Or not, huh? <laughs> In a lot of cases. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you know, it's you've seen all the versions of that on TV, people yeah. talking, mm-hmm. being interviewed. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, that's what I'm amazed. I mean, some politi- politicians really can hold their own when they're out there, you know. I mean, uh-huh. I sometimes I wonder, you know, if I have so many people and they're critical of me, how I would behave, you know. It would be very difficult. So... Uh, so these people obviously go through a lot of training and stuff, right? They go through a lot of training, and it's what I call spilling a lot of blood. As an actor, yeah. I did a lot of that. And I, I just got to a certain point where my self-esteem and knowledge of myself got, it was just relaxed after so many years. I just said, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I have to offer. It's not for everybody, but it's for a lot of people. Right. So Is that what spilling the blood is? Well, it, you're you're on stage, you're in front of a camera, you're tense, or you're doing scene work over you know fifteen years of studying the method. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you will you you tap into so many emotions, and you let and you l- learn how to let it flow. Oh, and so you become a pretty good actor after that yeah. amount of time. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was telling Charlotte that I don't know that I could be an actor, you know, because I can only be myself, you know. I um, So, like, for example, when we go for a photo shoot or something, I don't really know how to pose, you know. I mean, I can't be somebody else. So I guess with the acting and stuff, it's really important to really understand how people behave, how they move, how they act, so you can mimic that, right? Either that, or you, you can use something you've experienced, an emotional time in your life, or you can recreate right. that, go back back to those feelings. Or some people work from the outside in, like Joanne Woodward would would put a dress on or uh-huh. a, a hat, or that's and and let it affect their character. Oh wow! Whereas Paul Newman worked in from the inside out. So we would huh. use an experience that he'd had in his life or a, a what-if kind of situation. To connect to the character. Yes, okay. yes. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So um, so we'll, we'll go to your acting career and everything too, but how did you, uh, how did you get started in this? How long ago? 30 years get, ago. 30 years ago you got into ago. this. Wow, so how did you get interested in I that? was watching television one day and there was a psychologist descri- describing how she was working with lawyers and doctors and teaching them to go on TV and do interviews. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what does she know about that? Uh-huh. I'm an actor. I've stood in front of those cameras and been filled with tension and had to work through that and learned over the years how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, when I started Lori Burton Training. Oh, wow. wow. Very yeah. cool. So you realized you had the knack for these kind of things. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Wow. There, there was something inside, after all those years of studying, that I was able to read. I was, my perception is very deep. Wow. And you have the first hand experience of knowing what it takes to... Oh. Yeah, when I started acting, my my coach, wonderful coach, Eric Morris, he's still in town here. And he turned to me after about a year with him. He said, you know, Laurie, you're about that deep. And he held his two fingers about a half an inch (laughs) apart. And I never forgot it. Really? And he had me work on vulnerability exercises for Uh two years. And, you know, that's that. Did a lot for me. Really? Yes. So did you feel like kind of uh, closed in and conservative at the time? No, I was was one of those 
personality with don't mess with me i oh, you know okay. don't approach yeah i you want a smart aleck tough reaction right. that was me and okay. so the vulnerability the female clint eastwood if you the, will yes that kind of you know <laughs> smart aleck kind of yeah <laughs> hell, hell, holding back my emotions and so that vulnerability right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's that's the key right even in making speeches right it's, we start with a kind of hopefully a vulnerable, open feeling about ourselves. And that's what I try to impart with my uh, clients. Right. When you say start with a vulnerable feeling, should you also, now I'm getting into the actual speech, be kind of vulnerable with the first part of the speech as well to get people to kind of like you and accept you? It's a combination of vulnerability and energy, animation, all those things you have to... There's a imagine an, a line between you and the audience. Like there's a line between mm-hmm. me and you right now. I have to reach out and touch you with my energy. Right. If I did this and stood back like this and talked to you for the rest of the day like this, and didn't cross that imaginary line right. with my energy, you have to constantly work at that energy That's and with true. an audience. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And I know when I talk to people like this, it's like. You know, I mean, like, give me some kind of an expression, right. a response, you know, anything. When you're like yeah, we are you, now. Yeah. yeah, when you try to connect with people. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, some people, like you said, are really holding themselves back. Yeah. They're not vulnerable or anything. No. I would say probably like um, cultures are like that, too. Like, <gasps> oh, like the oh, British, yeah. right? They, they don't mm-hmm. show their emotions much, right? Asian and Asian cultures. Asians, yes, too, right? Yeah. I've worked with those people in as a part of like Mattel Toys or IBM and you know, we, we structured it. We were a little easier in, in, in our work with them, but they came around. Mm. They're here in America, and, and they need to adjust somewhat to our, our, the way we do business. Right, yeah. right. And, yeah. and that's being a little more open and seeming a little more vulnerable. And, right, and that's, yeah. That's funny, because when you look at business people and stuff, they don't seem to be, but I guess it's all relative, you know, because when you compare it to Asians, then yes, we're a little more expressive and stuff than they we are, are we know? are and and that's why it's hard for me to connect with them you know I, when i think about it i mean i wouldn't say everybody of course yeah but often i feel like they're disconnected from me mm. mm-hmm. you know so it's, like they're somewhere else they seem so different to me yeah you know because they don't uh they don't put themselves forward i think no they, n- not really right uh it's it's more of a reserve and right. it, and it comes from their the way they're they're brought up right their culture, their culture. yeah right so here we are you know outgoing and crazy and especially Americans Americans yeah. loop de loos yeah. yeah and so <laughs> and then you have the British with the stiff upper lip <laughs> yes like <Yep>. Charlotte <laughs> well, she's been Americanized yeah. I bet you you'd never know when she feels bad you know she's always smiling and full of energy you know, so you'd never know. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, but you know who was saying this? My uh, my uh, accent coach that I went to the first time last week, oh. he, he listened to the show because I told him, you know, listen to some of the way I talk. So he was telling me how high energy you are and stuff. And I said, wow, she'll be, no, she'll oh, be really? happy to know she comes yeah. across as that. Yeah, you know? I am. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> your smile comes through. You through your voice. Yeah, when she talks, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That uh-huh. helps. That's why she's in the right field, you know? She is. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, well, so I guess we get the idea. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's, uh, <laughs> we got the idea, no. <laughs> no, you do get the idea. <laughs> no, I want so, um. Where were you born and raised? Here in Hollywood, LA? California. Are you serious? Yeah. Born wow. and raised. Wow. Hollywood. Really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize anybody was born here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I've been here 37 years. All I meet is people from other places. From other yeah, places, true. other countries. Yeah. Yeah. But so you've always had the, the feeling of L.A. and the feeling of the feeling entertainment of LA. business. My, both and... my parents were in show business, so right. it, it was just in my blood. Right. Yeah, I started as a singer. Not a very terrific singer, great singer. I, w- I just but you love to sing. Yeah, I yeah. didn't have the soul in those days. Oh, you got to okay. live life. Yeah. get some spirit. You know, some soulful f- things happen to you right. to re- to sell a song. Right. What age are you talking about as far as trying to sell a song and stuff? 
What you mean? What kind of song? Pop? No, no, no. How how old were you at the time? I mean, what age were you? Oh, when I was you... twenty. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking like about being son. a. It's like you were talking about your yeah, son. Yeah. Right. Experience. I wasn't. That didn't have that much experience. Yeah. Now <laughs> I could sell a song. Yeah. <laughs> so you always loved to sing, though. I loved to from sing. An early, yeah. Early age and act. You know? So it was and a act too. So both your parents were actors. No, my mother was a singer uh, with her two sisters, and then she went on her own and sang at the Hollywood Bowl, and my father wow. played the violin. Oh, wow. So How cool. Yeah. So musical family. Yes, yes. Very cool. Oh, I couldn't Very live cool. without music. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Me too. And- I think that's one thing that lifts you up. Oh. Every morning I, when I blare my music in my car and yes, sing along, just, and it's just something that can instantly pick you up. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, and, and everybody experiences it differently, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I listen to music, I listen to different things I think that other people do, but we find so many different things in music that it's just amazing, you know? It applies to everyone. I know. I mean, I have my music blasting in the morning when I get up and shave and at night and, and during the day when I'm around, so... It's uh, it's yeah, it, it's part of your life, you know. And yeah. some people love it more than others. Some people have, feel they have to create music, not just to consume yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I know what you mean. I love to sing. I mean, the the feeling it gives you mm-hmm. while you're singing mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, just the uh, the voice coming out and connecting with the music and everything. You know, that's the you're acting. That's a form of acting. You is know? it really? You're, you're connecting to the words yeah. and the music. And so it's 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 your emotions coming through the song. Yeah, that's that's true. why it feels good. Right. Yeah. If even if it's not acting, it's performing though yes. for sure. Yes. And I remember from early on. I mean, I got uh, my guitar, my first guitar, when I was probably uh, eleven years old. Then I got an electric guitar when I was uh, when I was thirteen, and I always loved to sing and to play. And. I would. Uh, I had no problem standing in front of audiences and singing and playing my guitar, you know. And ever since then, I knew. Well, I don't have a problem in front of audiences. So <laughs> when I have to do like uh, public speaking and stuff like that, I have no problem at all. You oh, know, I got invited gift. on panels and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I guess you sort of. I think born with that. You know, with the point, with, with the uh, with the feeling. I'm an entertainer. You know, I like to perform. I like to make people watch me and 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 listen to me and and things like that you know that's, yeah be center yeah. of attention yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it i think that's why people get into entertainment they need yeah. the attention oh, they need so the bad attention. you know oh yeah yeah the feedback and being in front of an yeah. audience like comedians comics need that a lot you know Ooh. and and that's a that's a dangerous way to do that because the uh the crashes are pretty hard yeah, in, in comedy yeah downhill yeah well and 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 acting when you, too, yeah. when you don't yeah. get a job or you know you're out there you're a piece of meat, right. essentially, right. And, there's, and there's 20 others at the same interview. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah. really have to, your, your, your ego, your self-esteem really has to learn how to deal with that. Right. That, and they need to learn to get another job while they're actors, you know what I mean? Always. It, it is, I mean, many of them just come down here. They come to L.A. They don't know anybody. They don't have any money. They hang up a, an actor sign on their door, and they wait for work to come to them. Right. You know, and then they wonder why they live poor and they don't have anything. You know, I mean, get a job, for crying out loud, you know, and then yeah. become an actor and, and do other things. But you got to... You gotta pay your bills, you know, and that's what—that's the problem I see with a lot of people in this town. Is uh, they, uh, yeah, they just want to be entertainers and they won't do anything else, Mm-mm. and consequently, I—I I can't respect that. I yeah. can't respect that, you know. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. on the other hand, you have someone like Charlotte who who is in entertainment, but she makes sure she pays her bills. She works as hard as she has to, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why she'll succeed. And she doesn't live like. Someone pathetic in Hollywood that that's living in a in some guest house, you know, with you know, with with nothing, right? And she's come from and, another country, yeah, and done all of this, yeah, yeah. So it has a lot to do with attitude, I think, and yeah, and yeah outlook on life, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, attitudes—that's the whole key. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, so that's interesting. So, uh, so you're born and raised here. Um, what what high school did you go to? Is it Hollywood High School? Santa Monica High School. Santa Monica up, High School. I then grew up in Malibu. Oh wow! It was terrible. Yeah, I'm sure. So I'm sure. Wow. It was a, yeah. Yeah. I did. It was. It was wonderful. <laughs> so your parents did pretty well. Being well, by that time, my mother ha- was on had 
a second husband, and he had quite a lot of uh, real estate. Oh, I in see. In a lovely okay. home, and you know, right on the beach in Malibu. I see. So and we and you weren't about to argue fabulous. with that. Oh, I was not about. <laughs> yeah. to, uh, no, no. That was <laughs> yeah. did, so, did your dad not have as much money? No, no. Oh, he okay. was always struggling, yeah. salesman, and playing the uh, pl- wow. playing his violin and. On yeah. the side, and mm-hmm. yeah, no, he never had that much. But her second husband had quite a lot of money. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's that. That's got to be hard on the man, though. When 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 your wife marries a new man and he has a lot of money, <laughs> and he takes her to live in Malibu. My God, I would die. <laughs> I would die. Well, Luckily, like the my my ex, my first ex, remarried someone who's who can't even. Uh, oh. Hold a candle to me, so and not in money. I mean in other things, but so uh, yeah. Oh, so I'm not go. jealous there. Oh, here we go. No, I don't mean that either. You see, it's her one track money. <laughs> not me. I wasn't even going there. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so very interesting. So you lived in Malibu, and um, did you? Uh, so you went to high school there in, in Malibu, <laughs> yeah, among all the the famous people and everything. Yeah, and then wow. um, uh, I went to college in Missouri. Oh, wow. Did you have any famous friends here when you went to school in Malibu? Well, the people... Remember Jane Russell? Yes. She lived next door. Oh, wow. Jane Russell was big. Yeah, Doris Day lived about 10 houses down. Really? Yeah, it was a... It wasn't the colony, but it was, you know, they were all over. Really? Yeah, and my mother was married to a a band leader at that time. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we were... La di da, la di da. Doesn't you know? You still have to go out and make your way. <laughs> yeah. That's but true. what made you want to go to Missouri? Because that's a long way away. My mother always <laughs> loved Stevens College. It was a, a, a girls' college. It's a, girl, a women's college. Mm-hmm. They now uh-huh. have, I think, they now have uh, men. But the University of Missouri is in the same town, so I had a ball, mm. and I studied drama and communications, and came back and went to work as a secretary at Paramount. Oh. <laughs> oh dear me! Really? <laughs> that was, that but that's how bad. you got to start, though, right? Yeah, I that's mean, how I got my first agent. Wow! Yeah. And how, how did you get the job, though? I mean, uh, you, you went to school for drama and everything, and then you landed as a secretary, just like you were talking about. I needed a job. You needed a job because mm-hmm. I wanted to act, right? Yeah. But at least you got it in a movie studio, so yeah. you were able to get your foot on the door. That was an amazing huh? thing. Wow! My mother knew, got me, a, really got me the job through a friend. Sounds good. Producer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how you got to do it. Yeah. You got to know people. Yeah. Definitely. That's yeah. what this town's all about. Yeah. It really is. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> that's the unfortunate thing for some people because it matter yes. how much, how hard you work your butt off if you don't know people. Yeah. There's only so far you can get. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, very true. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you worked there and what was the fir- the next step? Did you stay at Paramount and move up or how Just, did no, you No, I, I started acting. Oh, I you got, did? Yeah, I got my first act, um, agent and then a, a movie, a small part in a movie and went on from there and did an Elvis Presley movie and wow. oh, fun, great. fun stuff. With Elvis Presley? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. What was yeah. the name of the movie? Oh, dear. You don't remember? <laughs> yes, I do, but okay. it's an unfortunate movie. <laughs> <laughs> How many films has he made? Do you know? Too many, I think. He made really? too many. He should have stopped <laughs> yeah. at a certain point. Remember? I know. He no, he was darling. And yeah. I think he was doing, he had to do the films because he, he contractually had to. Yeah. But he, he you know. He, he didn't want he to? Very, I don't think, no, after oh, a while. Oh, really? No. Wow. Colonel Parker had signed him up for a lot of deals, I yeah. think. And um, I remember, you know, things, hearing things that he just was tired of making films. Yeah. And, you know, those kind of, they weren't deep films. Yeah. Yeah. They're more light yeah. entertainment and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I don't understand, though. I mean, th- this is like he wanted to be famous and a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I guess he liked the music more than the, than the movies, right? Yeah. That's probably yeah, what I it was. So. Yeah. It's amazing to me. You know, I got to say, I never got his music, but I really respect the man because what he managed to do with music and oh. uh, and cel- celebrity oh. is amazing, you know. I mean, he single handedly uh, created rock and roll the mm-hmm. way he it did. is. Yeah, he really know? did. So, and you know, and to be so original, I mean, think if you came up with something new that nobody was thinking about or doing, mm-hmm. and uh, and it became this big, huge thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, how can he possibly anymore come up with original ideas when so many people mm-hmm. are? Invading, uh, inventing, and innovating—so mm-hmm. many different things. 
it's hard to find something totally original and new to come up with. Definitely. Yeah. And then you have someone like that. Yes. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Who, like in our generation, who's someone who totally transformed music or performance? I don't know. I would say maybe Lady Gaga or something, right? Came up with Presently, something. Yeah. 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 Like something original and mm-hmm. unusual and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had some of the, uh, I guess, the early rappers and stuff like Sean Diddy and, and them. I think they Tupac. sort of like, yeah, yeah, Tupac, they came up with something totally new. Totally new. And yeah. changed, you know, the environment yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah, so that's, I think, what Elvis did, and you know, but on big scale, mm-hmm. yeah. very big mm-hmm. scale. Mm-hmm. So uh, so you started getting acting roles in yeah, different movies and, and stuff? T- and lots of commercials and really? TV and wow. soap now, operas. Now, how did you become interested in acting, though? I mean, because your parents were musicians, not really actors, right? It was right? just, I loved it. It was in you. I found it in high school. Mm-hmm. Really? Jun- no, junior high school, and... Uh, I, I just loved it. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. People say, why would you want to do that? Why would you? And why would anybody want to go up and make a speech? Yeah. You know, that's, that's the people I deal with. That's so, true. Um, uh, but I loved it. It's the same thing we talked about. Yeah. Being, having people look at you and yeah. and 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 feel their attention. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all about their attention. Right. It is. But it of is. course, when I work, though, all that it, with the pe- my, my my clients... All that attention makes them very tense. Mm. So that's why they work with me. Right. Mm. So tell us, so explain to us a little bit about that. Um, although your life is fascinating, I, I don't want to miss out. No, so you can promote really... what you're doing and everything. By the way, we are talking to uh, Lori Burton. It's LoriBurtonTraining.com. L-A-U-R-I-E. B-U-R-T-O-N training.com and uh, Lori works with people on speaking and presentations and communication and Mm -hmm. things like that Mm -hmm. and uh, so I mean what can you pick up anybody uh, I mean anything else about us like just based on our uh, body language and everything I mean can you tell I'm insecure in many ways no you're not insecure I am well I (laughs) well we all have that side of us that they're, they're they're lives an insecurity somewhere right. with that we know and it about. stays from childhood i Ab- think too absolute, right and so you know the fear of public speaking uh-huh were you called on in school come up and right. read the uh poem that you've written right or that. that's scary huh? yeah i hated that so and it's, it's weird a, now that i i host and i do things in front of camera because i hated being well i still i don't i'm not the my weakness is reading off the teleprompter. Mm. And that's what I hated when I was younger, being called on when we were reading books. books. It's like, okay, Charlotte. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I used to like to read through it first read. so I knew what I was reading. Then I could go back in. Right. So I would try and count. Although, say I was like going to be 15th. I would count to the 15th paragraph so I knew uh, which one I was going to read. Oh, yeah. And I hated it that much. Stuff. Yeah. Hated, yeah. Well, yeah. that's where it starts. So that mm. history of that makes people dread having to get up and make a presentation or a speech so that's we have to work through all of that yeah it's so a lot they, of effort for yeah. some people yeah they get up there and they go you know they cross their hands in the fig leaf position uh-huh or they put their hands in their pockets or they put their hands behind their, they don't know what to do with their hands yeah and they they're paralyzed and then the tension starts to t- kick in yeah the de- d- demonic part of tension it can be a demon yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just. You, uh, have you ever experienced it where it just takes over your brain and yeah. you don't know who you are and what to say next? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You haven't. Yeah, you, a, no, you it haven't. hasn't that happened to me. I know. But, but I've had worse things happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm. I mean, I'm. Uh, no, I have a lot of confidence and stuff. I'm insecure, sort of like, um, especially when I have to start talking to women. You know. And it's like, uh, okay. yeah, when there's like the sexual tension and yes, stuff, it's yes. hard for me to make that because of the rejection, the the possible rejection mm-hmm. and stuff. But the, the the funny thing is once I'm, you know, once I'm in the conversation or even you just broke the ice and there's the high or something that I know she's interested in talking, yeah. that's it. I mean, there's no stopping me, you know. Yeah. So it's it's on a smaller scale and stuff. But at the same time, you know, I was invited to sit on panels and stuff, you know. Uh, and I have no problem with that at all, you know. Singing um, in front of people, playing uh, guitar, talking, anything, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. So I'm very grateful that I don't have that problem because I understand that people say the biggest fear is public speaking, right? Oh, yeah. Oh wow. yeah, because I guess I I try to wonder why, but I guess because you're like you get immediate feedback from people and you feel exposed, right? You're totally exposed. vulnerable. Yeah, that yeah. that attention 
causes mm-hmm. tension. Yeah. That there you are they're going to judge you right away. <laughs> right. And you have to be able to say to yourself, "Okay, I'm here. Let me let me share myself with you. Right. It's going to be good. Let's go." Right. But most people are just Oh my god, they're look look at the audience. They're they're, they're so scared. Right. You see, I I guess what works for me is when I'm thinking about what I do because I don't have to consciously think about it. I'm just comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems like, you know, if you I don't even think about that. I don't even think about what are they thinking of me or anything. I'm too busy with what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's probably the way to do it, right? To sort of like quiet down those voices in your head yeah. so you can focus on what you're doing. But how yeah. many years have you been doing it and, and conquered those voices? Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah. Same for you? Yeah. 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 I, st- I still have a couple. Yeah, well, no. yeah. well you're younger. Like, yeah. you know, okay. They're still telling us. Yeah. You have to pay some more dues. You have to yeah. spill a little more blood. No, but we, I'm teasing. Um, but it, that's, that's what it takes. Yeah. Everybody has to just conquer those fears. But you can't just say, I'm going to help you conquer your fears. I've got to show you how to do it mm-hmm. so that you will become a success when you're speaking and when you're presenting. And it takes a it's a it's a huge path. I mean, people, a simple thing of saying your name, the most important thing you'll ever say, your yeah. name. Right. Yeah. And people come up and they they say, "Hi, I'm Lori Burton, and I want to talk to you today about." Oh, the, oh let me just start it again. Hi, I'm Lori Burton. Oh, is that is that a question? Who yeah. you are? Yeah, I know. Are you a a question mark or are you Lori Burton? Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a statement. Right. I have a period. Right. That's that's mm-hmm. it. There's a period. This is me. And so that's a powerful beginning. Right. And they run it. They want to get off the spot, so they run everything together. Hi, I'm Laurie Burton. I'm really glad to be here. Today I'm Laurie Burton training. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to, because of the tension is driving them. Right. Yeah. So they just like move forward fast yeah. right. without really focusing on what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Instead of going out, I teach them how to take center stage, to walk across the stage, not saying anything. Right. Take center stage and say, hello, I'm Laurie Burton. Mm-hmm. It's great to be here. And you start, you know, but that's taking your due and letting all those eyes be on you and you're walking silently across the stage. Right. Yeah. And th- yeah, that's, I think yeah. that's too much for some people. You oh, know? Exactly. But they get to that point. Yeah. They get to understand what it takes to do that and, and to own it. Mm. It's really saying, I deserve this. I deserve this. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, pride is a sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. <laughs> la, 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 la. Uh, but it's not. So come on, let's yeah. own who you are and be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, I, I think that's the most important thing. So obviously, you have to deal more than with just techniques. You have to deal with the psyche of the person. Yeah, almost like a therapist. It's right. It's, a, it's some of those things. Yeah, you, you've got to be able to do that. Yeah, to really dig deep. A lot of people teach. The surface things, you know, walk here, gesture there, and it does. It doesn't get deep enough. Doesn't work, huh? No, to become a, a total success. So, who are some of the people that come to you? I mean, obviously, business people and things like that. Yeah, um, and individuals. Individuals too. Yeah, worked with presidents and CEOs of companies who have to make speeches. Right. Yeah, people who are looking for a job. Right. I have a whole thing on how to get that job. The yeah, job you have- interview. Your website, yeah. you have such great just the um, just the sections. I mean, kick stage fright, let your body talk, rock your performance. Makes me, I'm going to go read it all. Yeah. <laughs> it's covering all those it really cool. Also, have a book. Oh, you do. Yes, you have a book. Well, called, tell us about it's it. It's called Presenting You. Okay. Yes, and you can get it at Amazon. Okay. It covers all these different things I've talked about. Working with your passion, your energy. Your animation, your enthusiasm, confidence, inspiration, all those are different chapters. So if you and how to exercise to get you more passionate. Right. How to work with your passion. When I say to my people, I say, make a list of ten things you're passionate about. Guess what happens? They write one or two? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they write one or two. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because I guess there are like a couple of things that you're really excited about and everything else is sort of like uh, secondary. You know, I mean, you can't, maybe some people can't be enthusiastic about a million things, you know. Right. So they have a couple of things that uh, I know like, you know, some people in uh, 
Yeah, in their career and stuff, it becomes like that's the only thing that excites them is their yeah. their career, you know. And that's so pathetic. It is. It is pathetic, you know. Yeah. Well, so I right. teach them how to to build a whole foundation mm. of things they're passionate about, right? And things that they know about themselves. Like I have them make a list of, I am twenty five. They have to make a list twenty five things that they know themselves to be. I'm friendly. Mm. I'm funny. Mm-hmm. I'm goofy. Yeah. I'm strange. Whatever they want to put down there. And they get, again, guess how many they make? I don't know how many. Yeah. Two, three. Five to ten. Five to ten. Five. five to ten. Usually five or six. Yeah. So it's knowing yourself. Because when you're presenting, what do you present? Your, mm-hmm. your, your knowledge of self and what you want to say to the audience. Right. Yeah. Now, do you teach people? Because I... I it's just like with uh, when we try to uh, Charlotte and I were talking about this when we talk on the radio and stuff and sometimes we realize we say like words that like stop words you know the ones that are not necessary like um and you know and mm-hmm. these things so or like Filler words. with the, yeah or like with the accent that I'm working on now it's like you constantly have to be aware of what you're saying and how you're saying it, that you can't really focus on the content. How do you teach people how to, like, not have to focus so much on the technique? And I guess you have to master the technique first, right? Yes, yes, Okay. Uh, Good for you. That's it. You have to to unconsciously or consciously be aware of what you're saying. Right. I'm pausing right now. Right. I'm going to try and not say, um... Mm-hmm. So you have to be aware of each word that's coming out of your mouth, hyper aware, which will rob you of some animation mm. uh, and and passion and all those things for a while. But right. it, you really do have to practice it that way. Right. Yeah, it, it doesn't just come naturally, you know. I mean, the thing yeah. is, when you have to work on something that you're doing already, then it's, yeah, you have yeah, to... Yeah, when st- you've done it every day. You have yes. to take a step back yes. and say, yeah. wait a minute, everything I've been doing is wrong, well, now I have to relearn everything. It works against you. The, yeah. the, the, the you knows, like, uh-huh. uh, it, they're so deadly. It, yeah. They're so, they're, to me, they're boring. Yeah. And it, do, it just... <laughs> it's not <laughs> about boring. To me, to me, it's distracting. When I listen to our show and I start looking for something that I say a lot... It gets to be, um, I go, I can't believe this, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you see, like, the you know. I keep talking, saying you know all the freaking time, and I can't stop it. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, do, I'm saying a lot less of it now, but I have to be aware of a it. hyper-awareness. Right, Yeah, right. until you just And it's hard work. It. It's not easy. It's no, not easy it's work. Not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. So, uh, Lori, we are uh, running out of time. So go ahead and tell people where they can find you, what they can expect, and so forth. You can find me at lauriburtontraining.com. Okay. And the again, the book is Presenting You, and you can find that on Amazon. Okay. Presenting You, and that's... Uh, so So that uh, tell us briefly what that book is about then. It's, it's about presenting you. It's about presenting you, you and okay. how to get out there, what you need to look at to be, a, to be successful. Successful, successful in right. presenting yourself or doing a speech. It's even one-on-one. Right. You go in to talk to your boss. Mm-hmm. Right. How like do you the lead job the conversation? You're right. Yeah. You're right. So Wow, I could use that. Can you yeah, help me, me with dating and stuff too? I can. Okay, I can. awesome. I've done that before. I need to be able to read Believe body <laughs> body language <laughs> so I know, you know. I've, I've that actually, way you reduce the chances for rejection. You know? <laughs> I've done that with clients. <laughs> really? Done, uh, yeah, be like my wingman or something. Yeah, yeah. No, we've done, uh, you know, an improv on, okay, we've just met. Uh-huh. And we, mm-hmm. we would do that. It right. really helped them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no problem with just meeting. It's just that uh, I... Uh, I was telling Charlotte last week I went to a, a, on a date and the moment we met she, she's like oh let me check the time and I told Charlotte I said the whole thing is down the tube from the moment I met her what is this <laughs> let me check the time you know what you should have said we, didn't, we hadn't even said, sat down yet you should have said it's time for me to leave yeah probably huh? <laughs> well you know what I did is about a, an hour uh, a little less than an hour later I said you probably have to leave now right you did <laughs> I said, yeah, I said, if, if you're concerned with the time, it's the time now. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I mean, oh, I didn't say for you. nasty, but no. yeah. yeah. Because uh, I, I think maybe she forgot she said that because she was actually having fun mm-hmm. talking. 
And but then I reminded her because uh, I I felt because I I couldn't stop thinking about it. You know, I don't blame it's you. like yeah. I mean, what do you mean taking out your phone and telling me I need to check on my time because I have to leave at like two or something? You know, yeah. it's like you never said anything about it before. Uh-huh. You know, they're always uh-huh. like great when you're texting and whatever leads up oh. to the uh, date. Oh wow, I can't wait. Blah blah blah. And then you meet them. It's like either you or them get totally disappointed. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, you, then you could have said to her what. What disappointed you right yeah. from the beginning? I know. I wanted to ask that, but you know what? It's like... <laughs> what have you got to lose? Right? But, no, that's true. But it makes you seem kind of pathetic. You know, I don't want to. Because I was going to ask that yeah. because I... Just because I'm curious, you know. Yeah. Was it the way I looked? Was it the way... Yeah, because it's first impression. Yeah. I, I somehow screwed up the first impression and I couldn't even figure out how. Yeah. So I don't know, you know. But I wasn't about to ask her either. I sent her an email saying, you're beautiful, I had fun, blah, blah, blah. Didn't hear back from her, or not an email, a text. Didn't hear back. I said, okay, that's it then, oh, you know. So that's the culture of texting, yeah. It's so tough out there. It is tough out there, but that's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm cherishing it. I got divorced a, a year ago, mm-hmm. and I'm still learning how yeah. to date again. So <laughs> It'll take a while. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to have a great weekend. I have a party tonight. Two dates on the weekend, so it wow. should be yeah busy weekend for you, Sam. Busy weekend, yeah. <laughs> two different women on the two weekend. different women, and that I uh, that I don't know yet. You know, we met online and stuff, yes. so wow. we'll see. But uh, hopefully, none of them will want to look at the clock as soon as they meet me. <laughs> for crying out loud, man! What is this? I mean, even when you know the, the day before, I met I went on a date with this woman, uh, almost a blind date. And uh, the moment I saw her, I thought there's no connection there. But I pretended like there was. I mean, you don't <laughs> want to make people feel bad, you know? I yeah. mean, afterwards, you know, she'd have some time to think if you don't uh, return or if you say, look, it, it's yeah. not working out. But at least pretend, you know, make people feel okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. some people just have no class at all, no tact, you know? Yeah. Anyway, Lori Burton, thank you so much. Everybody You're check welcome. out Lori Burton training.com. And uh, the book presenting you on Amazon and everybody else, everything, everywhere else. And uh, that's it, Lori. Thank you so much. We'll put a link to your website as well. Thank you. And all the best to you. There's so much more to say that we didn't even cover. So So maybe you can come back at a later time. We'll talk about some more. Awesome. Thank you, you guys. All right, Lori. Uh, Charlotte, thank you. Have a great weekend. See you on Monday. See you on Monday. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Charlotte right here on L.A. Talk Radio.